Dating is the worst. You should know this. Um, even if you're not in the dating world, you need to know that dating is the worst thing ever. <laughs> I, I can guarantee if you if you are dating, though, you already know that. Like you're just like, this is the worst. Uh, Leah, our therapist friend, has got a new concept she wants to run by you called Dating Yourself. Why this is so important. Even if you are in a relationship, stay on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Welcome back. Happy New Week, everybody. This is a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I saw the worst movie ever over the weekend and I'm not like a, let me come on here and tell you how bad a movie is. Like just don't typically make that a topic because I've watched a lot of movies, you know, and there's a lot of movies that I don't think are that good and I just kind of move on in my life. The one that I saw this weekend though was so awful. I feel like I've got to make a whole thing out of it today on the podcast. So- uh, it was actually kind of nice because this weekend was a down weekend after everything going on in New York and then back here. And oh, every, yeah. For so long. And then um, so Friday night, trust me, there's nothing I wanted to do more than like not see another human being ever. <laughs> uh, but I uh, I went to a uh, I wanted to go see Jurassic World's newest release on Saturday night. Um, I had for some reason I was like, I've. <laughs> I've been really like hung up on going to movies by myself uh-huh. and I did it like probably got a couple of years ago and I really didn't like it. And so I was like, but you know what? Look, I'm so much more independent than I used to be. Let me just like try to go see another movie by myself and take myself out to dinner. And so hmm. I went over to actually, I went over to that mall that you and I went to mom before you left here Yeah. Um, to go. It's like this big, it's like one of those massive malls. And they had a really nice, <laughs> they had a, well, I shouldn't say nice, a, a good movie theater in there. Yeah. And we've been so, to that theater together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's right. So yeah. um, I'm like, okay, I want to, I don't want to be there too early. I don't want to be there too late. So I got there at like six, probably. I'm like, I'll, I'll get there at six and then I'll try to see a seven o'clock movie and then I can be home, you know, by. Whatever, you know, like, nine, well, nine 30, <laughs> you know, it's perfect. Uh-huh. Get to bed early. It's going to be good. So I, uh, they didn't like the seven, they had like a seven fifteen, and I was like, oh my God, it's like almost sold out. So I, um, like, all the seats were like so bad. So I was like, I went to the, they have a six 30. I'm like, well, it's six o'clock now. Let me see if I can ram. Like, Cause I wanted to eat dinner too. So I got six 30 and I went and grabbed a really quick dinner over at Johnny rockets. Mom, you know, we oh there. yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I got back over there. I, uh, two things. Number one, I don't, I just don't know why. Actually, there's three things I want, I want to bring up about movies in 2022. Number one, I just don't like going to movies by myself and I don't know why I don't like it. Hmm. Um, I guess like if I want to watch a movie, I just want to watch it from the comfort of my home. You know, like mm-hmm. if I'm with somebody else, I don't mind going. I used to love, like my ex-wife and I used to go to the movie all the time together. That was like our thing. Yeah, yeah. We would do all the time. Every week we'd go see whatever the new movie was, right? Right. Uh, but then uh, now by, by myself, I just don't, uh, I don't really have an interest in it. I don't know what the difference is. You don't talk to each other. I don't mm. really, like, I don't necessarily feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's, you know, because when I first got divorced, actually it's funny because the last 
I feel like the last time I went to see a movie by myself was actually the last time that Jurassic Park came out. Oh, no. Uh, the whatever, the fallen, the second one in the Jurassic World series. And I remember I felt so out of place because I was by myself and it was so uncomfortable. And oh, my God, like I was, wasn't used to being alone. Everyone's probably staring at me. So that's <laughs> been, yeah, it's been four years. So what? when I'm sitting there, though, I'm just like, I just don't like this. I just don't, oh. I don't, I would much rather, I don't want to be like wearing normal clothes sitting here people in movie theaters act a damn fool you know yeah. like they just they just don't care everyone feels like it's their movie that they're in they can talk and they can be on their phones and yeah honestly, let me tell you something else it's kind of sad that i can't this might sound cuckoo a little bit but i couldn't get it out of my head of like god what if somebody like shoots the theater up which i know sounds uh, terrible mm, i know well but you know like, what's happened you know, like went through my head. Like anytime everybody like get up to oh. like go get popcorn, I'd be like, you know, like, and that's so terrible. It's so terrible it that we're so like at that phase, that you know. We even have to think about that of our that country. It would even and, cross our mind. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I uh, I don't like. So I'm, I'm going to scratch that off the list. I'm, so the first thing was I just don't like going to movies by myself. And those that do, yeah. God bless you. But I just I wanted to be comfortable. Could you sit at the house. end of the row? There were only so many seats. So I was like, yeah, because like, it's like select your seat. You know what I mean? Right. So I had, and there weren't, weren't a ton left. So no, I was like kind of in the center. Oh, so, so you had people on both sides. If on you both never sides, like that. Just, I don't yeah. know. It was just claustrophobic feeling. And ugh, yeah. I'm good. I think I'll just stay home and wait till the movies come out and <laughs> on DVD. I mean, you know, on, on demand. Uh, but the third thing though, is that Jurassic world, Domination, I guess is the new one. It's mm-hmm. got to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And that like mm-hmm. pains me. This is coming from a guy that really likes the Jurassic Park franchises. And I don't really like all the, like, uh, what would you call it? The out of not, you know, like super hero-y, like unrealistic things, you know, I don't Harry mm-hmm. Potter's. Yeah. It's like not real. I usually don't get into it, but for some reason I've really always enjoyed the Jurassic Park series. Even when the movies weren't that great. Yeah. I, I really, I, I've probably been at the opening weekends of every single one of them, yeah. um, with, with the exception of probably Jurassic Park. But I, uh, this one was so god awful, and mm. I, I'll give you a little taste of it for those because a lot of people were asking me on Instagram, like, was it bad? Was it because I posted a picture as I was walking out of the movie poster and said, "Do not, do not go see this movie." Mm. Um, <laughs> basically, without like a spoiler. It's basically not even like Jurassic Park. Like you could take the dinosaurs out of this movie and it'd be fine. They oh. bring back the old cast from Jurassic Park, which I was kind of excited about. Cause I'm like, that's oh, cool. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like, you know, the OG players, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then you have the, the new you know, Chris Pratt and uh, mm-hmm. Bryce Dallas, what's her face. And she's, you know, she's great. And uh, it kind of picks up where the second one, left off which is kind of cool because the dinosaurs are now out in the wild and i'm assuming it's going to be kind of like what do they do about it now right and the movie starts Mm. that way they're like oh my gosh okay it's been whatever um five years since the last attack or whatever Mm. um and then all of a sudden it veers into two different storylines about one of them is about the girl uh, the girl that was in the last, and this is gonna be so boring if you haven't seen the last movie. Uh, basically, one of the girls gets kidnapped uh, from the last movie, and they're like trying to get her back. And the other one is there's like these, uh, I don't know, cicadas, but like crickets or whatever. What are they? I forget what they are, but they're like they've like made these mutant crickets um, <laughs> that 
<laughs> won't eat this one company or yeah, they won't eat this one company's wheat. Uh-huh. They eat like all the other companies' wheats. Uh-huh. And so that's like their way of keeping the food supply like only theirs. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. That's it. Like mm-hmm. they still have dinosaurs in it, but you could easily take the dinosaurs out and the plot would work just fine. Mm. Um, so I was just, I don't know. I walked out of there. Number one, I was like, man, <laughs> the movies are expensive. It's like $13. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. $13. And there's nothing worse than spending money on a movie that just sucks. And then, uh-huh. you know, right. there goes my, you know, my eventful yeah. Saturday night. And yes. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be in the theater in the first place. Right. But if you want to argue that, I think that I would argue that, Jurassic World uh, domination or dominion or whatever it's called is gotta be the worst movie I've seen in 2022. Wow. Hands down. Hands down. Anybody wants Mm. to challenge me on that, please. It's Mm. an open, open platform here. Mm. Um, But I just, I just could not, I just could not get into it. I'm sad. I'm literally like sad today a little bit about it because I just wanted it to be better. You know, you ever like love a franchise so much and then like a really crappy. um, Yeah. Something comes along and spoils it. Yeah. And you're like, that's not my, that's not what I'm Mm -hmm. used to. That's not like the good one, you know? Right. I'm bummed about that. I got a question about parenting because. I'm driving home Friday and, you know, Friday, I'm always fried. I slept really crappy on Thursday night, fried, and I'm just, I'm like, cannot wait to get home. Mm-hmm. And as I'm, it's probably noon at this point, And I, I'm like probably 10 minutes away from home. And like this feeling of dread comes into my soul, which mm. is, I know that when I get home, I can't just chill because I've got to go inside I've got to feed Kiki. Mm-hmm. I've got to take her downstairs. Mm-hmm. I got to take her for a walk, which I know she doesn't want to go on right now. Mm-hmm. And I really felt so disappointed that I couldn't just crawl in my bed or just like eat a quick lunch and go to sleep. You know, like I was uh-huh. just so pumped to do that. Right. Uh huh. And then I started thinking like, man, like imagine <laughs> if I had kids, like parents, <laughs> God, is that like a normal, because I just like, I, I couldn't, I was like almost inoperable, right? Yeah. Like I had like zero bandwidth left. Yeah. It's noon on a Friday, which to me is like a five o'clock on a Friday. If you're coming home from work or whatever, whenever like the last, you know, your last work day, your last hour right. of your last work day of the week. Right. And I'm just like, I am on E. There is nothing left in me. Right. And then I was like, God, if I was a parent, let's say I had like a, a typical job, right? Like I can get off at five or whatever, come mm-hmm. home five 30. And like, mm-hmm. I'd still have to take care of kids. Mm-hmm. I'd have to feed them dinner. Mm-hmm. I'd have to like entertain them. Mm-hmm. I'd have to like bathe them. I'd have mm-hmm. to like entertain them some more. And then I have to like put mm-hmm. them in bed. That mm-hmm. would at least be a three to four hour process ahead of me. Easily. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh huh. So like how, like, how do y'all do that? <laughs> how do y'all, on like days where like you're just mentally fried? Mom, I'm sure you can remember these days. <laughs> and like, you just can't, like, like Kiki, like Kiki's process in the afternoon takes about 30 minutes. Yeah. Like getting home, walking her, feeding her, you know, right. just getting situated. Maybe, maybe 30 minutes, absolute max. 
Right. But then, like, I'm off duty for, like, seven, eight hours until, or maybe five hours until she needs to eat again, you know? Right. How, like, how, how, as a parent, do you do that? Well, and speaking of dogs, imagine that you have the two, 2.5 kids or whatever and a dog. Well, I'm just saying, like, even maybe one a cat. kid. Oh, yeah. I you know, mean, like one kid. Like, how it is a lot. It is a well, lot. How, you, how in the world it did is you? a lot. How do you push through those days? I was just uh, genuinely curious. Like, how do you? <laughs> I mean, you just have to do what you have to do. I mean, sometimes like when, when I would be like that, I would say, oh, let's just sit down and watch something on TV. You know? <laughs> so we could we could be together. But we could chill for a little bit, right? I know. I used to give parents such hell for having iPads for their kids. Uh-huh. To my head, you know, I'd like silently uh-huh. judge them because I'd be uh-huh. like, what? That's yeah. not parenting. We didn't have those when you were a kid. That's not parenting at all. <laughs> what is that? Like you've got one job. It's just to be a parent. Like, <laughs> well, what were our nights hard. like? I mean, your dad was gone. I, so. I honestly, I could not, I could not even tell you. See? Could not even, Are, I could if not you're old enough, you, you can kind of go entertain yourself for a while and- Parents might can chill and have a glass of wine before they do dinner or whatever if they're lucky. Yeah. Um, what did you? I yeah, mean, yeah. How just, did you? How do you? Parents, I'd love to hear from you this week. Like, how do you push through? Like, I just don't understand. Yeah, it. you just do what you have to do. It's tough. Yeah. It is tough. When I, start, when I start thinking about my future, right, and like what mm-hmm. I kind of want in my life, I'm like, God, do I? Do I? Can I? Not even do I want to. It's like, can I? <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. could I possibly, cause like, here's the thing with Kiki, like I really wanted to, I don't have to walk her, you know, she can just pee on her pee pad and she probably right. already pooped in the house anyway. So it's not really that important. I could walk her later, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I could honestly be in bed if I wanted to in about 10 to 15 minutes. I could just grab mm-hmm. a quick lunch mm-hmm. and then feed her and then I'm done. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with kids, like you just, mm-hmm. you gotta like keep going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And add the activities of their own during during That's true. the regular like soccer school practice. Year. Like you got it. Yeah. You may get dinner in. You may have to get it on the road, and then you've got to be at practice at a certain time, and you've got to stay there for a couple of hours, and then everybody's wiped out, and you come home, and everybody still has to have a bath and get to bed. It is hard work. There's no yeah. denying it. I can't imagine a parent anywhere that would say this is easy street yeah uh-uh. no so, it's like, tough honestly it's and tough. i ask my mom this question because i really do I, I go back and forth with do i want to be a parent or not because y'all i'm 39 mm-hmm. y'all now like i mean i can i can be a parent forever i guess it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. but uh uh you know i gotta start kind of planning my life out especially when i choose a partner can't just mm-hmm. be like oh, i don't know we'll see how it's gonna go you mm-hmm. know um but then I think about days like that where I'm like, I can't imagine. Mm. So the question is, I know, I know what you're going to say. Because I asked my mom this question when we were in New York. I was like, if you could do it again. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of like having free time, extra money. Like I couldn't, my mom and I could not have gone on the trip that we went on if I had kids. Right? Like we could, yeah. but we probably wouldn't. Well, wouldn't, right. have, wouldn't have as much money to do it. Right. You know, like I'd be my, harder to make the time. My partner would be like, well, why are you going away with me again? <laughs> Marty, assuming my next partner's going to be a nag. Um, <laughs> here she goes. Here she goes. <laughs> me, me, me. Why are you going without me? <laughs> Old nag over here. Um, yeah, I'm like, I really, I kind of like this life. So I asked my yeah. mom that question. Like, I know what you're going to say, obviously, but you can feel free to. But like, 
if you could do it again, mm-hmm. knowing what you know, we only have our own perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have no idea what it's like to have a kid. I have no idea. Zero clue. Mm-mm. But it looks very tiring. I'm sure Much it's harder awesome, than but- a dog. Yeah. I'm like, Kiki just wears me out, y'all. Like, she be pooping and peeing in the house all the time now. Like, I gotta feed her. I gotta give her uh, four, lots of, four. Lots of meds. Like, yeah, 11, 11 uh, pills a day. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's a lot. A lot of responsibility. But it ain't, yeah. it ain't nothing in comparison. So, no. mom, if you could do it all over again, do you think any mm-hmm. parent, I know what you're gonna say, obviously, but do you think any parent would be like, damn, I gotta be honest, that sure would be nice just to be able to go to New York whenever I wanted to. Or just mm-hmm. uh, go see Jurassic World without having to take, you know, because the, the one of the couples that sat next to me, or not couples, but it was like, um, it was like a, a guy and a, and a woman and two kids. And I'm thinking like, damn, okay, my ticket alone, $13. So that's $13.26. And let's say the kids' tickets are a little cheaper. Let's just say, you know, let's 50 They're half 50 price, bucks. so $39, not including the concessions. Yeah. And yeah, they, they all be eating snack popcorn, that, that uh-huh. nine dollar bucket of popcorn. Uh-huh. That cost uh-huh. them a hundred dollars. That uh-huh. whole that whole just that, <laughs> that cost them a hundred dollars. Uh-huh. I hope they Whereas liked me, it. I was in and out thirteen dollars, boom. Right. But like that's like a thing. Like yeah, that's a thing. Like you just can't I'm guessing you just can't be like, okay. Let's go to, let's just go see Jurassic world. Like you got to look at your budget and be like, do we have a, and that's, that's without dinner. Uh-huh. That's, that's right. Movie. You're supposed to see the movie. That candy. I'm like, you ain't getting no guy. You better save your <laughs> Halloween candy from just rationing throughout the year. Go ask your neighbors for that. These are the things that go through my head when I think about being a parent sometimes. It just gives me anxiety because I'm like, I might be the world's worst parent. <laughs> because I would not be, I promise y'all, I'd be, oh my God. If I left Jurassic world, the way it, how as crappy as it was, uh-huh. I swear to you, and I spent a hundred dollars on that. Uh huh. Oh my god! And you've god, got two, so and mad. you've got two tired kids in the back seat whining, yeah. and they didn't like it either. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Like how are y'all gonna sell me on this? How are y'all? How can y'all sit here and tell me that it's so much, so great to be a parent? I just like when I when I like when I say these things, aren't you like, oh my god, it makes perfect sense. It is kind of like. It's a lot. It's like like not good sometimes, you know. And your kids like yeah, kind of hate you because the kids are like probably teenagers, like like young teen, like ten and maybe eleven, twelve. You know, they're probably uh-huh. not like I hate you phase. Like you dropped a hundred dollars on a crappy movie with popcorn uh-huh. and candy, and your kids already hate you. So like, uh-huh. what's the point? Uh-huh. You probably you probably fall asleep in the movie because you're uh-huh. at your nine to five job, and you uh-huh. have to come home and take care of your dying dog before you can uh-huh. go to the theater. She uh-huh. already is on eleven pills. It's just like, damn, like what? Uh-huh. <laughs> how how can y'all convince me that this is like the life that I want? <laughs> and I listen, I love kids. I do. I love to like be like, that's cool. Like, yeah. I know you like kids and they like you. <laughs> but how I can mean, you it's just me the life it's how just you, how life is. But like why? My life isn't that way. <laughs> and y'all well, tell me. And like I've escaped like the uh, social norm of it. Like I'm good. No (laughs) question about having kids anymore. But don't tell me that you don't get lonely. You need people to share your life with, and and when they're and when they're your kids, even if they're your stepkids, you love them and you want to be a part of all that, and you want to take them to shows, and you want to take them out to dinner, and just have a lot of anxiety. You want to do that because you love them. But I see what you're saying too. 
I see what you're saying. And I know a lot of couples who don't have kids who are just fine and feel the same (laughs) way. So, you know, it's a personal decision. I I honestly love to hear from parents. If if you feel so motivated to pick up the phone, explain to me Mm -hmm. this process. We have lots yeah. of uh, lots of parents in our fan on our family. Explain explain why parenthood is the way to go. <laughs> I really need to like get this figured out before I get my life back on track. Okay, <laughs> Molly, let's get to our quote for today. Okay, I think this is a great way of living for parents and non-parents. <laughs> it's from Roy Bennett: more smiling, less worrying; more compassion, less judgment; more blessed less stressed, more love, less hate. Imagine what a great world that would be. Yeah. If all of us could just do one of those every day. Just one. Just it was one. It's disappointing. Honestly, like we're talking about like less hate, like oh. And I'm a, I'm not like really a scaredy cat per se. Mm. Like I live in downtown Baltimore for goodness sakes, like mm-hmm. my life's at risk 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really not, I don't really think I, like until recently, I really have not been much of a think about bad things that could happen yeah. to you. You know, like yeah. I don't really, I don't really necessarily like, I don't, I don't like think about that kind of stuff. I don't really think about like worst case scenario, only like, like things that I don't like think oh, after mass shootings every time I, I'm not typically scared to go do things. This mm-hmm. is the first time where I've been like, and it was like, it was like completely subconscious. Mm-hmm. It was like all of a sudden somebody would get up and I'd be like, I think I shoot me. And that's terrible. Like what a I terrible know. way to live your life. I know. And I hate that. I hate that. You like know, we, speaking of, speaking of children and parents, I mean, I'm so grateful that you all were born when you were and that I'm not rearing children now because I can't imagine all the kids, especially younger, well, all age kids that would be terrified to go to school now. Yeah. You know, not just because of the normal things you'd be worried about. Oh, I didn't get my homework done or someone's picking on me. Um, Oh, I forgot my lunch. Not just the normal kid things that you'd worry about, but actually worrying about getting shot. Yeah. How horrific is that? Oh, positivity thing I think about is like, I'm just hoping that they don't like it so much that Mm -hmm. it's just not a thing when they grow up. What do you mean? You know what I mean? That they, that Uh they're so sick of the way that like this is going, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that, it oh, that they like, actually do something and they, and they, yeah, they like, change they're, the world. Like they're, they're extremely pro- oh, yeah. proactive, like from oh, yeah. kindergarten now almost. Yeah. Instead of like us, because like, you know, Columbine was a thing for me, mm-hmm. but it didn't really like feel like it was really in my control or like it didn't also didn't seem like it was ever going to happen again. Right. Exactly. It was a one-time thing. What a weird yeah. fluke. And then it wasn't didn't happen clo- again. wasn't close you know? to your house. Right. It didn't for like a lot. We didn't really hear about mass shootings that often. Mm-mm. and. So it didn't really seem like it was that big a deal, but Mm-mm. I mean, I the, you had fire drills at school, right? Yeah, and that was about the extent of it—not drills no. of how to how to escape an active shooter. I pray that, man. I pray this for this universe. Oh, I'm just hoping that, like, gosh. all of this bad is just going to morph this next generation into like doing. I, 
I the really, really, really good so. things, you know. And I, I think they've got the ability. So. Like, like watching these teenagers right now, mm. they're pretty proactive, I way know. more than we would do, you know. Yes, I agree. I so. agree. Yes, I agree. That's that's our hope. Man. Yep, absolutely. Hope for the future, your kids will be the change. I do. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. I do believe that your kids will be the change. I think and they can the, be. I hope they will be. I think, that, and I, I, re- I do. I really do think mm. that this generation, about two generations beneath me, is uh. Has got it. Mm-hmm. I think they figured it out. They got I the compassion that like we didn't really, not that we didn't have, but we just didn't really have it like a, like a grasp on it because nothing bad was really happening around us, you know? So, nothing horrific, nothing yeah. traumatic like right. that. Right. Yep. Mm-mm. I, um, I'll tell you one thing I did do this weekend was I took the sheets off of my mom's bed and I washed mm. my, in my bed. I mean, my mom was here in case you don't know for two weeks. So I put the cozy earth sheets onto her bed, and then I uh, I just took them off your guest bed, Mom. Put them back on my bed. Love these huh. sheets. Oh my Don't God, blame so me good. for that. Thank Actually, you for sharing. I'm, I record this show in my bedroom, and I can tell you that I um, – let me just turn right now because it's kind of sunny outside right now. Um, it rained all weekend. literally rained all weekend long. Oh, no. Um, I – these sheets are like glistening. They're like literally glistening in the sun. They're so – so, so soft. If you've not tried Cozy Earth Sheets yet, I hope you'll really take this into consideration because this is the, this is the opportunity for you to get a really nice sheet set for an awesome price. It's the softest bedding in the world. It's made from this uh, responsibly sourced bamboo. Uh, and so Oprah loves these things. It's four years in a row. And like you may have tried – because I've tried bamboo products in the past and I was like, eh, it's okay. You know? Um, it's okay. But not like – I didn't really get like the wow factor. These guys at Cozy Earth have like figured this out. And if you're – especially I feel like if you – I don't have this issue. But like if you share the bed with somebody, like I know that like it can get hot. And mm-hmm. so these sheets will keep your bed – if there's somebody, like a hot body person in there, like they breathe so well. Like it's 50% less humid than cotton too. So you can actually sleep better with them. They're pretty, you know, they're, they're luxury sheets, but this is a chance to get 40% off of them right now. Uh, if you go to cozyearth.com, you can check out all of the amazing uh, bamboo bedding, and they also have some loungewear. And if you're a listener, well, obviously you're listening. But since you are listening mm-hmm. to this podcast, you get 40% off site-wide when you use promo code Kramer40. Kramer 40. Honestly, like if you, you know, if you get a few extra bucks, this is what I always say too, is like, since they're luxury sheets, do this, go check out the price. And they're all different because, you know, it depends on how big your bed is. But if you take, you know, take that bed, uh, the, 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 those sheets, uh, depending on your bed price, divide it by 10. Mm-hmm. Or actually take 40% off first, because that's obviously the coupon code, then divide it by 10. And that's how much you're going to pay per year because you've got a 10 year warranty with these sheets. And that's a, that is a, um, when I was talking to the Cozy Earth team, they're like, "Listen, we're this is, I can't think of a reason why we don't take these sheets back unless you know you like cut them or something." Uh, so check it out, CozyEarth.com. Promo code is Kramer forty. They are approved by me and my mom and Oprah. So like, who else do you need? That should be enough. <laughs> yes, uh, they're fabulous. AG One is also in our podcast again this week. We're happy to have Ooh. them back. Yes, uh, my mom and I both been taking AG One. Mom, it's been about a month now. How do you feel mm-hmm. after taking AG One? It's from our friends over at Athletic Greens. How do you feel? I can tell you that it definitely gives me more energy. Yeah. And now that I've been taking it for about a month, I am sleeping so sound. Yeah. You know, I have a sleep app on my 
on my watch. And I mean, my, my sleep is off the charts. What's right. I mean, I told y'all, like, I mean, I, there's some days I thought so she was dead in New York. Good. I was like, is she dead? <laughs> like it's noon or whatever. It's 11 o'clock. Like, <laughs> I sleep very soundly. So I think that has really helped too. The AG1 has helped with my sleep and definitely my energy. It's just yep. good stuff. Absolutely. I stopped taking my multivitamin. I mean, it's oh, good. Got, 75 vitamins in there. It's got That's more than stuff, I was right? taking before. It's really yeah. good. Yes. It's awesome. All is awesome. It costs less than $3 a day, by the way. It's got over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's awesome for your health. Like you'll see a lot of benefits that like you wouldn't think by just taking your, like, oh, this is like some kind of multivitamin drink. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it does so much for your body. So mm-hmm. do this. I'll give you a discount per usual um, to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you one year supply of immune boosting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So that's your little discount. Um, all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily, uh, ultimate daily nutritional insurance is what they're calling it. It's AG one from athletic greens and go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. All right. Um, we are really not doing great. <laughs> um, no. Uncertified need, fans. Yeah, we need okay. certified fans, man. What the world? Oh. Um, we, uh, in case you don't know, don't know what a certified fan is for the show, Mom, you want to explain? Sure. They're the wonderful people who contribute $6 a month to help us pay the bills and keep us on the air. They get discounts on merch. They um, join our Facebook fan page, which we love, 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 love. They get bonus mama text. Uh, They're the first to know of anything that we think is exciting. And they get a shout out on a show. That's right. So um, just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. When you join, you do get a shout out. You get like a whole episode dedicated to you. When we don't, though, we spin our wheel of certified fans, the hundreds of you that are, and we just take time to celebrate you because we really are so thankful for all of our certified fans. So mm-hmm. uh, today, certified fan is number 182. Oh, that goes back a ways. Okay. Certified fan number 182 is somebody that did not fill out the second part of their form. Let me see if I can figure this out. Uh, oh, it's my friend Ashley. My friend Ashley did not oh. fill out the second part of her form. Shocker. Oh, <laughs> um, Ashley J is from San Diego. I can feel this thing because I know her well. Um, <laughs> she is a, a good person and a good mom. Mm. Uh, she's very uh, just she's a good friend. Overall, good friend. Yeah. And so today, this episode is dedicated to you, Ashley J. And I <laughs> wish you'd fill the second part of your form, but you didn't. So <laughs> I'm going to give you hell first, but then we're going to celebrate you. So <laughs> she knows I love her. Um, okay, right. mom, let's give her a whoop whoop. Okay, whoop whoop to Ashley J from San Diego. We're glad right. you're here. And you can be a certified fan too by texting the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And mom, that's going to do it for you for this Monday show. I love you. Okay, honey. Hope everyone has a great week. I love you forever. We call this next segment Mental Health Monday with my good friend Leah Aguirre, who is a therapist in San Diego, California. And we just come on once a week and she's, uh, she's fun. She's personable and uh, she knows her ish. Leah wants to try to pitch the idea of dating yourself, which is fine. I'm into it. Leah's got a new book out by the way, too. It's called dating made easy. How about that? We have a author. Yeah. Not only, not only a mental health expert, but an Self, author. self-published author. It's a big deal. 
Wait, this yeah. is the first book, though, is it? Or is this your first book? That's so my, actually- the one that's being published by a publishing company is out in October, which we can talk about closer to them. But that's it's it's more for it's actually you have. I mean, this is a good audience because you have a lot of parents. I think sure. it's for teen girls and it's about. So the one in October, which is a very long title, but it's essentially the girl's guide to relationship, sexuality and consent. And it's about helping young women and teens to make decisions that are good for them in terms of relationships, sex, intimacy, and setting boundaries. So the idea of just empowering them, helping them understand what what they're okay with versus what they're not okay with, their their belief system, and really just sifting through all that to determine what's good for them, I guess, relationship-wise. So that's so the book. Up. That's not this book, but that's the one on October that's being published by New Harbinger. The one that is out now, though, Dating Made Easy, is Give me like a 30 second spiel of what it is. Gosh, that's hard. Okay. So this is a step-by-step guide. There's eight steps to how to use the dating apps in a way that helps you date more intentionally and with confidence. And the ultimate goal is to help you date in the way so that you are having, you still have balance in your life. You're still focusing on your own needs, your own responsibilities, the things, the things you like while also dating at the same time. So you're not putting things on hold for a new relationship or um, oh. Yeah, which I think a lot of people do quit very, well, very easily. Uh, okay, I, I was telling Leah before we started recording. I'm so burnt out with the whole dating, just any of it, any of it. Period. Done. Just it's just, and dating apps honestly are the worst. Most of y'all are married, so you you yeah. and, and you're probably before the dating app scene. Uh, it is. It's awful. So exhausting. Uh, nothing is worse than like is having these boring ass conversations and then somebody just decides they want to stop responding. And you're like, yeah, wait a minute. Weren't we just having a conversation? Like if, they, if you were in a bar with somebody, they just like walked away. It was like, wait, what? Like we were just like, it's just At least there's then, a fake, like a, like a made up thing when people walk away in the bar. Like, right? Yeah. Like a, like a social norm to not do that. There's like no rules on dating apps. There's like no couth. Like nobody is like, you can't just There's say, no just go, oh, I have to go meet up with my friends. You can't do that on an app. No, just, no. You just literally just, just – and then this is like – and then you meet up with the people. That, just like what you type doesn't necessarily translate at all. You Sometimes it does, but there's a really good chance it doesn't translate from like how you're vibing over text versus in person. It's just a mess. Yeah. So, Leah, you're trying to pitch the idea of dating yourself when it comes to dating apps. So I kind of want to hear this theory. So – Basically, and I, I, what I, when I, when I wrote this, this specific thing, this specific thing, this book, because I'm writing my own, <laughs> it's going to be longer and a little bit more thorough. But this one's really like a guide, kind of workbook-ish, but this idea of being slowing down the process and considering yourself and your own needs before you even dive into the apps, download an app, start swiping, messaging, going on dates, because. And we've talked about this, I think, on here. But really, I dated like it was my job in my 20s. I like dated excessively. And the thing is with the apps, what you're saying, and for even if listeners, this is good for you, for your single friends or people in your life that are dating to understand. It's just like so easy to get caught up in it and to date just like like crazily, honestly, to date and become obsessed with it, be obsessed with being on the app. Well, maybe if you're Leah, okay. If you're me, it was kind of like, well, it's been about six weeks. 
but you enjoyed it initially. You said, yeah, but. initially, I initially, yes, initially I did. And right. then I think so I just got burnt, completely burnt out with it. Totally. But this, that's what I'm saying is I don't do that so much now. I don't do that. I really don't honestly. Cause I, I think I've learned, I like hit a wall at some point and was just so tired of making time for dates and like prioritizing it that I was like, something's got to give because I was miserable. So, yeah. Yeah. Because so, it can't, you're right. It can kind of take over your life and not really, this is like side note, side note, but like those apps are honestly made to do that. Yeah. They're made to kind of make you obsessed with them. Right. And just like with any app, but like I was watching something, I think it was when they, uh, probably when that, when that documentary that came out about the social media sites yeah. and how, how they like mess with your brain. But I remember yeah. watching about how basically how, like when you swipe, and you get a match. It's like a dopamine hit, right? Yeah. So like video basically games, they say they equate it to that. Mm-hmm. The more that you swipe, you know, the more you want to get that, that connection. And anyway, so yeah, yes, no, that's a good thing. So what you said too is so part of the dating apps and this is how they make money, right? So like hinge is like, well, that made to get deleted. Like that's, Partially true, probably in some ways, but mostly BS because no, it's still a no app wants you to delete it. Right. Okay. <laughs> but the idea is, is you have to keep using it to get new matches too, right? So like they're not going to give you all your matches at once, but you need to be active on it enough to get new matches. So essentially it does require you to be on it and to like be on it for a long period of time. So this let me could- ask you, wait, let me ask you one more question when it comes to dating. Yeah. Do you, when it comes to the apps, do you feel like, cause you really have like infinite. Totally possibilities right like there's there's, use there's the filters yes there's never a day that like there's not a million friggin' people that's in your queue or whatever right at least people you could swipe well, on so this is the thing okay and this is where i th- i talk about this in the book is that when you at because now they have a lot of filters so when you know tinder was first out like you had some filters i think it was like age and location right like some basic filters but now you have so many filters so you can you know you can filter out like spirituality, if they want children, what kind of relationship they want, education, um, you can like locate, they have so many filters, right? So they have height, right? It's just, and even like ethnicity, if you have a preference so that you can filter, like you have all these filters. So if you don't use many of them, you have, or at all, you have infinite, right? But now if you actually go through the filters, like at, at both, like, or all of them, sorry, all the filters very intentionally, then you actually have a way smaller pool. And like, sometimes you might have very few matches at a given time. So what's funny about that is that's how I've been dating more recently, where I put lots of filters on. And again, not like, it's really not an appearance. It's like, it's age because it's like stage of life is important to me. You know, spirituality is important to me, like that we share something similar. So, but then what's funny in like even education, just because our conversations usually I've, I've learned um, that a little bit of education helps in like our, the depths of our conversation. Anyway, so what I'm saying is when you put filters on, you actually limit it and people don't like that. So a lot of people don't put any filters. So you ha- essentially, like you said, have like infinite amounts of matches. So you're just like, right. you can be on it for days, right? Because you just- that was gonna be, that, That's really my question is, do you feel like people don't try to make it work as much because they just feel like there's infinite possibilities totally. out there? Yeah. Because like, say, say you're like on a, you're like talking to a couple people and one person you're like, oh, this, this, this person's kind of cool. Like, let me see how that goes. But maybe that person like is like not as like overtly excited, right? Or like maybe yeah. just not as communicative about where they're at. So then you're like, okay, well, never mind. Now I'm going to go like talk to this person. And then I just think there's always this in the back of your, in the back of your head, 
you always know there's more options. Yeah. It's that's like, kind of like, like, it's like good and bad, right? Because I feel like our parents probably tried too hard to make it work. Right. You know, they're like, well, this is the only person that lives in my, you know, my whole uh, 10 mile like, radius that my car is going to drive, you know, but. But you're right. So it's like, like, it was all about proximity. And now yeah. it's like, you can like be like, okay, 25 miles. Let's see where. Yeah. 25, or even like, like you, you can say you're in a different city. Oh, I want to date right. somebody in friggin', you know, Atlanta now. You know, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Anyway. We're way off trot topic. Right. Okay. So Dating so, yourself. <laughs> so the idea is throughout this whole thing, and it's like I use it kind of like this this thread that I thread throughout each step. So I have eight steps of like using the dating apps and doing so intentionally. But really it comes back to like what do you want? What's important to you? What are your values? Mm. And what do you want in a partner? And going back to that, and it really – the goal is to help the reader actively consider their values, their expectations – like what the like the qualities they're looking for throughout the entire process and to remind themselves that they're deserving of taking care of their own needs, setting boundaries yeah. and then also keeping those standards. I think a lot of times especially just don't let it be a free for all then. Right. And like, it, like avoid the free for all. Yeah, and I think the dating yourself comes into like okay, say you have a and I say this in the in the book, it's say you've had a really busy day at work and you like had planned a date and you're like, oh, I really don't want to. Don't go on the date because A, you're going to, I mean, cancel and reschedule, right? I'm not saying like to just blow off lots of people, but if you're going into a date. <laughs> you're if, the problem. No, if you're going into a date thinking like this is going to be awful, you're, I mean, that person's already like it's a losing battle. Like there's no yeah. way you're going to actually be interested and open-minded. So even if you're like, hey, it's been a busy week. Can we reschedule for this weekend or reschedule for next week or or even like say you do something like, hey, can we take a walk? Like just doing something that feels good for you that actually makes you slightly excited and you want to make sure you're still interested and intrigued and looking forward to a date. I think the thing is, is, and I used to do is I just do it because I felt like it was a numbers game and like I had to. So I'd go on right, these dates right. and I'd already be resenting it. And that's not fair to that person that's sitting across from me. And that's also not fair to myself because I was just focusing on dating versus living my life. Look at you. And now look at you over here. Look at me over here. 34 and single. <laughs> no, Leah's, uh, Leah's very good when it comes to this kind of stuff. And uh, I actually like the fact because Leah does really date intentionally, which most people don't do. I do. Uh, and that's uh, very respectable of you, Thank Leah. You. Very I honestly, what, and I think the thing is I didn't date like, like I'm not, I actually made like apologize to someone recently. I, I didn't date like this. I was, I think reckless in the sense of like just not caring so much about other people's feelings because I was so caught up in my own agenda, but it was to be validated too. Like I sure, to and that's what I yeah. saw something on TikTok recently that said dating apps for women are really just validation apps, and I'm like, yeah. damn, that's kind of true. Like it feels like that sometimes. They just want to see how how liked they are versus yeah. are they really looking for something and they're really trying to put effort into this. I'm like, damn, that's true. It's true. And I mean, I, it's hard not to like, right? Like it's hard not to. Well, of course. When you get like, I, I can't I'll only imagine what it must be like. I mean, I, it doesn't happen to me all the time, but I can only imagine if you're just like everyone you swipe on, it's like, you got a connection. You got a connection. You got a connection. So basically it's basically it's shifting your mindset and setting an intention as you date, which is like, you know, I'm being open-minded. I'm looking for this type of person. I want to have fun. I want to feel like I can be myself like these. And I it, really, the idea is you're shifting it from like, I have to do this or I need to find someone to, I like myself. I like these aspects of my life. I'm going to continue doing those things while looking for someone who can compliment my life, you know? Yep. I do, Leah. I get it. <laughs> the name of the book is what? 
Oh, Dave. <laughs> I thought you were going to look at you again. Um, dating made easy. <laughs> God. And actually, where do you where do you get it? Sorry, um, you get it on, get it on Amazon Kindle, so you can link that, and you can also get it on my website. Um, both are eight ninety nine, and oh, so that's so cheap. It's so funny. I asked Lee to send me a free copy of. It. I'm like, why can't I just support a friend? <laughs> like, I like I like I like giving it out to my friends and people because I feel like then you can read it and like see what it's like. And, and I want people to vet it. I don't want people to just sell it. You know what I mean? Be like, check out my friend's book. Like, I yeah, don't know. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, send it to me. I'll give you, I'll give it a critical review. How about that? Great. And you know me, I'll be overly critical. So you don't worry. Be very honest. <laughs> Wait. So on Kindle or where else can you get it? Your you website, can, which I'll is you both links. So you can get it on Amazon Kindle or you can get it at my website at her Mental health is a big part of our podcast. As you know, we talk about mental health pretty openly, obviously with mental health Monday and everything else. But, um, uh, if, if you're looking for a therapist, Leah is a great option. You might also want to check out better help. Who's on our podcast this week. That's where I get my therapy. I would use Leah, but that'd be kind of weird. Actually. I can't cause she's not in Cal. I mean, I'm not in California anymore. Uh, but that'd be kind of weird. You know, use one of your friends as a therapist. Probably not a great idea. That's the actually the reason why I find therapy so awesome because you're matched with a qualified therapist uh, that obviously has your best intention in mind, but like doesn't have a vested interest in you or like know your history or like, you know what I mean? Like your friends be so judgy sometimes. Uh, that's not what you get when you work with a therapist. And BetterHelp's a great place to start. BetterHelp is an online therapy, uh, uh, is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see a th- anybody on the camera if you don't want to. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Certified Mama's Boy listeners get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And that's it. We, listen, I, at first I was like, oh my God, I didn't pay the phone bill. And that's why we didn't get a lot of phone calls last week. But then I realized, <laughs> I don't think y'all called. Why? Come on. I want you on the podcast. That's what makes our podcast special is because most podcasts don't have callers and we do. And I want to keep that vibe going because I don't want this to be a two-way conversation between me and my mom. I want you on here as well. I really want you to call me and pitch me why, uh, pitch a non-parent of why parenting is so good and why at the age of 39, I should give up my freedom. (laughs) All right. 888-Kramer8 is the phone number. I love you. Looking forward to this week with you. See you tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.